0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Holy Name Sisters, Women on a Mission. I'm Sister Teresa Shields, I live in Seattle, Washington, and our co-host today, our temporary co-host is... Hi, I'm Jennifer Brandlin, I am the
1: Sisters Communication Director. I'm not a sister, but I am full of admiration and uh, respect for what the sisters do in the world, and I'm thrilled to be here.
0: Thank you, Jennifer. We'll introduce our guests in a minute, but first, we'll share a prayer. This prayer from the beatification of our foundress, Mother Marie-Rose de Roche. Blessed Marie-Rose de Roche, obtain for us today the audacity of faith, the simplicity of hope, the power of love, that we may actualize the words of Jesus. I have come to cast fire upon the earth and would that it were already kindled. Today, we're talking with the director of Angela Rose House, Ilda Demir, as well as current and former Angela Rose House residents, Patricia and Florence. Angela Rose House is a ministry of the Sisters of the Holy Names in Windsor, Ontario, a home to support refugees that have recently arrived in Canada, Welcome to our guests, and let's have you introduce yourselves, starting with Ilda.
2: Hello, everyone. My name is Ilda Demir. I am a coordinator of a shelter called Angela Rose House, and it's a shelter, which is a
3: Sisters of Holy Names mission. All right, Patricia. Hi, everybody. My name is uh, Patricia. Uh, I live in Windsor. And uh, my journey so far in Windsor has been interesting. That's that's me for now. Thank you. I'm Florence. Thank you so
4: much. How are you, everyone? My name is Florence. I'm living in Windsor. I'm living at um, Angela Rose Shelter.
0: Great. thank you. You're our first guest from Canada.
4: <laughs> yeah. So
0: we are truly international today. Ilda. You are the coordinator of Angela Rose House in Windsor. Tell us what Angela Rose House is and what kind of work you do to support refugees.
2: So Angela Rose House is a house for refugees and it's been here for 17 years. It's sheltering refugees from all over the world. And so far, we are, our numbers are at 335 refugee families from 43 countries and five continents. Wow. And Rose House, it's transitional shelter for refugee claimants who have arrived in the Windsor area seeking a safe place after fleeing their homelands by war, injustice, and persecution. I only had to choose two people today, but I have many of these wonderful ladies that can tell their stories and share their experience at Angela Rose House. My heart glows when I see them at the end that succeed to their journey what i mean by that is when they leave angela rose house i feel they're complete we don't want to let them go until they have jobs secure until almost they have their papers done the immigration papers here done and they're i could say 80 percent settle in canada so i'll make sure that until the end when they leave angela rose house All of this, it's done right. And for us, the numbers doesn't matter. For us, it matters how we do it and how much love and caring we give them. And that's my own mission. I am from Albania. And as you all know, Mother Teresa had blood from from Albania too. So I always go back to her quotes and I always read for her. And she is my idol. So I go by her quote, and I, it's not how much we do, but how much love we put in the doing. And that's what I'm trying to do by doing this job. So this is Angela Rose house. And we were lucky enough to open another house on June. Thank to all the sisters again, sister Helen and sister Gloria moved to the retirement home and they were ready to open the doors to the refugees to another house, which was
0: their house. That was Oak Street House, right? Where we stayed. They have many bedrooms there, and it's Thanks. a huge house. So wonderful. That is wonderful.
2: As right now there is 12 people there.
1: My goodness. Oh,
0: great.
2: Yes. And newborn born baby, uh, two months old.
1: Oh, um, yes. It was
0: little Angela Rose house.
1: That was going to be the next thing I asked about because I did know that. Uh, a few of the sisters had lived in Oak House and when they were ready to move to someplace else, they wanted to put it at the service of uh, immigrant ministries. And I'm trying to imagine what it was like for families that came to live there, knowing that it had been a home for sisters and that it became a home for people in a very different circumstance. Yes, yes. So what yes. was that like for them?
2: It, like now, because... I guess the word spreads very quickly, I could say. And we don't have we don't have advertising anywhere, right? We don't. When we opened the other shelter, we didn't had time to renovate or to transit because as soon as the sisters left, moved out, we had a family arriving the next day at the airport, a family of six. And we had nowhere where to put them. So it's been always a miracle. And as we speak today, we renovating Angela Rose House because the rooms are cold and we had to insulate them and we have to put the insulation and because of the cost of the materials and we didn't budget it you know for this um, we were running out of money so sister Liz and I that we work together very well you know we were talking about and I spread the word around I sent a few emails and this morning she sent me she called me and said you know I have a good news uh, from anonymous donor I received this check i'm like wow i'm like wow i'm out of breath are you for are you for she goes yes and you don't have to stop the construction but you have to keep going i'm like thank god because we already finished two rooms and one of the third one it's open it's
1: already open here removed the walls so we we cannot stop that yay well it sounds like when the sisters lived in the house god was at work and now that the immigrants live in the house god is at work so maybe not much has changed I have a real curiosity, uh, Florence. When Ilda told us what it's like when she's answering the phone from uh, to learn about needs of immigrants who are arriving, what was it like for you when you first had contact with Angela Rose House? How did that happen?
4: Uh, You mean how did I come here? Yes. Uh, I come here in a. Uh, January 2021. It was in uh, uh, Corona, so I was the first. I was in a uh, quarantine, uh, and after uh, the people who uh, um, I have people, I had a people who took me from there. I stayed with them for two weeks. Then after two weeks, I. I came here. Good. Good. Yeah, so from that day until now, I'm here. I'm very happy because this home is, uh, i sure I can say, is. Uh,
0: so you feel safe? Yeah, very safe. Good. Good.
1: Yeah. And, and you, you are a student now, is that right? Yeah, I am I'm taking English. You sound so calm. Those are such big changes. I can't even imagine going through them.
2: And uh, uh, I just wanted to add Florence is from Tanzania. I don't know if she mentioned that. Yes, and uh, she is is an amazing woman. What she had gone through, she is an inspiration here at Angela Rose House, which makes me to look back and see um, how hard it is when the newcomer comes here. I have been in their shoes myself here and 13 years ago but I was lucky enough to have my sister here and I didn't have to, to, to go to the shelter. but everything else I experienced as a refugee. So I try to, again, I go back and I say like, I try to help them as, and they become a a part of my family, anything that I will do for a family member of mine, I'll, I I'll do for them, no matter what. So, and Florence is, um, is our helper too, is our assistant. Mm -hmm. Um, until seven, eight months ago, I used to be by myself, but now Florence is our night staff. And um, she has been very, very, very helpful. I don't know what I do without her because she's my right hand when I'm not here.
1: That's wonderful. And is it okay, uh, Patricia, if we ask you something similar to when you came here at first, what was it like
3: for you? Oh, it's, it's like heaven to me. When I'm moving into Angela Rose. Uh, if I'm going to start the old story, if you say it's not too much, I was in Montreal, so I can compare. I had one year in Montreal and I felt empty. You know, you're alone, you are empty, you don't know where to go, you don't know the next step to take. But when I summoned the courage to move further, I don't even know anybody in Windsor, but a friend just gave me some names that, why don't you call this place? Why don't you call this place? Which I did. And I call this wonderful woman, Ilda. The way she addressed me on the phone, the way she encouraged me, though she even told me there is no room. <laughs> you can imagine. She said, oh, I'm sorry, there's no room right now. Uh, but that's why the fact she do not have the room, she won't just let me go. You understand? So she encourages, okay, if you, by so-so-so day, somebody is planning to move out. Somebody, if you can wait, if you want to call. She really encouraged me. I stayed in the hotel for a while because she still was planning. She doesn't know me. She hasn't seen me. So Angela Rose was just like ever made in Canada for us immigrants, refugees. I'm a refugee. I came into Canada as a refugee. I'm from Nigeria. Like she says, something is always chasing us. But when you meet or you have a shelter, you are somewhere that is warming that could help you. It gladdens the heart. Exactly what Angela Rose was to me. I move into Angela Rose and I find a different perspective of Canada, a different thing entirely. This is a place that was welcoming. This is a place that was, it's not just a shelter, it's home from home. What we see, what they've done for us, we are spreading the good news. That, that that place, God is there. God is manifesting his power. God is using people like Ilda and the sisters to meet our need. We are happy. We are happy. I'm at peace in Canada now, mm-hmm. all because of the help that I received in Angela Rose. Thank, Thank you. you, Ilda.
0: Thank you. I wish I could make a holy card that said, God is using Ilda and the sisters
4: yes.
1: to make
0: a safe place at yes. Angela Rose House. Yes.
1: You know, yes. was not it, it true, Sister Teresa, that in 2017, the, this, the Sisters of the Holy Names it, the whole worldwide community of them decided that migrants and refugees would be one of your top priorities?
0: Yes. One of our corporate stances and one of our places where we fund and we encourage and we pray and we advocate and work on changing the laws to make them more just. So, oh, thank you. This is, yeah, you. I guess, I'm still on a high from what you said. I'd like to ask each one of you what has been. I think we've heard from Elda some of her challenges, but how about you, Florence and Patricia? That maybe once you once you got here, what has been a, a challenge for you that you need to work
3: on, or maybe it's a, a little thing, maybe it's a big thing. If I would quickly say the 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 challenging part is mostly is the is the communication.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know we are different breed <laughs> where you come we where you come from somewhere and you're in somewhere so you always have communication problems and like I thank God for my other sister she's going to an English school now she's trying to set it right so we can she can groom herself yes communication is the very big challenges so if we can have more help in that line in school in education mm. Thank you.
1: I know that there's a tradition of the Sisters of the Holy Names to have a special concern for women and children. Uh, Ilda, would you, would you talk a little bit about how the immigration experience impacts women and children? Because I know this is this is a worldwide problem.
2: Yes, it is, uh, Jennifer. Yes, when I have the phone calls and they say, you know, I I am in Montreal because most of the <laughs> Refugees, that's where they come from. They're crossing the border at uh, Montreal. The, the safety of them, you know, and the challenges that they have when they come, they come with just a su- suitcase with clothes, and that's it. Simple as that. Even their birth certificate, maybe they took it, but they don't know what it is right now. Their passport is being kept at the at the border, and that, that's all they have. And some of these women, the ba- the most challenge for them is that they have kids that left kids behind, back home. No. Yes, and that breaks my heart. As a mother, it breaks my heart. I had a woman from Egypt. She had a three year old and a six month old left back home. She was a journalist. She had so much education that you cannot imagine. And every morning when I used to come when I used to come at work, and this has been three years ago, I used to see her in the living room, watching TV. It was seven, eight o'clock in the morning crying because she just spoke, talking with her child and she was breastfeeding and she left him. And what do I do in those moments when she came here and she will still have milk, producing milk? What are the words to say to this mother? Okay. It's just like, and she was like, I have everything. I have all the proof. What do I do now with the government? And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's just the time. It's so many people that they need help in this country. It's the system that it's very slow. It's a system that it's very slow and that it's nothing we can do. And we're lucky enough, and she was lucky enough that in one year, she had her papers proved and she was able to go and see and bring her babies. Yes. I am a member of um, Canadian Council for Refugees, which is here in Canada. And I just came two weeks ago from our um, uh, conference that we have three days conference in Toronto this year. And this was one of the,
1: the main issues as well. It's it's big, big issue in Canada. So I know that people who listen to this podcast care a lot about the same issues that the sisters do, and that's why they like the podcast. But in the face of a giant problem and evil in the world, people often wonder, well, what can I do? Uh, So Florence and Patricia, what is something that just ordinary people could do to help you feel welcome and safe?
3: Mm -hmm. For us to have a sense of belonging, it starts from where Angela Rose is doing. I know there's some organizations, some shelters like that that, but they are not enough. We need more, like lights, lights. we need more of Angela Rose. We need more of Ilda. That's, that's where it starts from. So they build us and we become strong. You know, Ilda alone can not do it. I still need so many things that I don't even understand. So it starts from people having more of Angela Rose. More places where we can go, where people can easily access, and we know they are there for us to go. You know, that's that's where it starts from. What Hilda is doing, what Angela Rose is doing, I too cannot spread on. I can continue to spread the, the good, good news of Christ, the love of Christ, and touching people. I think that's it.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. This has been so special and so wonderful and I'm so moved. Now now I want to come back and visit you again.
2: For sure. For sure. You can you have to see Oak now. How, uh, how we changed to make it more uh, refugee friendly. Yes. Yes. It's, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. And like I said, you know, sisters, you know, just like so, so grateful. And they're saying, you know, you're doing, you're doing so much, you know, thank you for, for doing this for us. But no, it's them. It's their mission. And without, without all of you, this is, this is not going to happen. So again, you know, I'd like to thank all the sisters, Sister Helen, who first started with this, uh, Sister Gloria, Sister Diane, to all of them. It's, it's a blessing to me to work for and to continue their mission and to support their mission.
0: That's right. That's all, but know. Ilda, I want to say, as a sister, as a holy name sister, the shoe is on the other foot. You inspire us to keep on going. You, you inspire us to have hope because hope is very hard to have, especially now. It's really um, a choice to have hope yes. and joy. Yes. And Angela Rose House and the residents and the staff and you are just. Um, so inspirational to us, and one of our one of our jewels.
1: I remember because you and I started working for the sisters the same year, Ilda, in 2015. And I remember how you uh, you you brought that gentle spirit of that you are still learning, but you were in the face of uh, a huge problem. You were going to do what you could with what you had, where you were. And that's very much in keeping with what the sisters do. And it it has certainly changed my life.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Patricia and Florence and Ilda, of course, has just been so inspiring. And we just want to say that you have actualized the words of Jesus. I have come to cast fire on the earth and would that it were already kindled.